Welcome to Helping Challenging Children. I am Dr. Pat McGuire, author of Never Assume Getting to Know Children Before Labeling Them. I am also a developmental pediatrician who has worked for over 30 years helping children, adolescents, and families learn how to get along and create the best environment to create happy, healthy, and productive adults. This podcast provides knowledge and support to help parents and professionals survive and thrive with challenging children. Each episode will look at a topic that affects how children develop, learn, and behave. Hi, Dr. Pat McGuire here. Have you ever heard the phrase, sticks and stones can break your bones, but words can never hurt you? Well, Research has shown that this is not exactly true. Uh, Looking at different studies and populations over the last several decades, researchers have found that words, especially words used in childhood, uh, can indeed have lifelong impacts on children. The uh, Kaiser Permanente group out of California developed what was called the ACEs study or Adverse Childhood Experience Study, where they did surveys of thousands of adults to find out if there was a correlation between how their lives were as children to adult outcomes. They looked at factors such as negative language toward children and found that indeed negative language toward children has a direct impact on brain development and mental health. It it makes sense when you think about it, because if you were told repeatedly as a child, you will never amount to anything. I don't know why you are even my child. How could you be so stupid? How could you be so clumsy? You, You are just a waste of time. These are phrases that I actually heard parents say to children both out in public and in my office. And they don't see how that can negatively affect how the child sees himself or herself, but it does. If you were told every day that you were worthless or you're, you're never going to be as good as your sibling, or you, know, you don't have a head for numbers, or other statements like that, you're going to start believing that and that's gonna be your self-talk to your, to yourself when you face new or difficult situations. So how can you change that? Well, first it's listening to yourself before you speak. Think about what you're gonna say before you say it. I know it's not easy. I always joke that my oldest was born with PMS, which means premenstrual syndrome, but in my case it meant that no, no matter what I did, she was angry and irritable and hard to console. And I really thought, you know, that uh, we were never going to have a relationship. And I joke, and I also put it in my book, that by the time she was two, I said, I either change my style of parenting or just kill her. But I didn't kill her. I changed my style of parenting. I learned about temperament. I learned more about bi- the biology of development. And over time, I began to see the research that talked about the effects of the environment 
and especially how we talk to kids and how we treat kids to how they turn out. And I'm happy to say that my daughter and I have a good relationship. We've even been on vacations together, although her temperament, which is still slow to transition and you know, negative first impression is still there. And sometimes it's like, okay, was this a good idea to go on a vacation together? But we do enjoy each other's company. She just stresses and I have to be understanding that that's stress talking, not her being rude or inconsiderate. And that's what I'd like to help you do too. I'd like to help you learn how to think about and respond to the message behind the behaviors. Because there is a message. Behavior is a form of communication, but it's not a clear form of communication. It signifies either happiness or distress or anger or sorrow, but it doesn't give you the details. That's where using language itself is important. And we do have to think before we speak. We have to help our children learn to think before they speak. It doesn't come naturally, not if I have to tell you to think first. And I have to tell myself to think first before I speak. But it is something that can be learned. It can be developed. So I'd like you over the next week, as you live or work with children that you find challenging, to take time to listen to the words, but also interpret the behavior in terms of communication, not in terms of uh, how you think they're treating you. Because children and adolescents do not have the decades of life experiences to know that their actions can have multiple meanings. We have to help them learn that, and not by punishing, but by teaching and modeling. So that's my call to action to you for this week, is to get beyond the sticks and stones and words into more of listening and communicating. Talk to you later.